0: Today's episode of Six Pennies Podcast is brought to you by Derek Shaw and our friend at Farmers Insurance. It's a crazy time out there, so don't be unprepared when something else even crazier comes along. Uh, Make sure you get a home, life, or auto quote from D. Shaw today. I'm sure he's available if you just give him a call or a text. His phone number is 214-729-6462. want to make sure our families have all sorts of protection in case of an emergency, so Check out Derek Shaw. You can uh, find out all his information at facebook.com slash Derek Shaw Insurance, D-E-R-E-K-S-H-A-W. You can also find his info from our Facebook page. He'll give you a free quote. And really importantly, he's going to give you honest advice to make sure you get the best coverage possible, as well as discounts if you have a new roof or if you have certain occupations. And especially if you let him know this explains podcast sent you. So once again that's Derek Shaw with Farmers Insurance his phone number is 214-729-6462 all right guys kind of a solemn podcast we haven't been at it for about a month because the world has kind of fallen apart um Timmy's here <laughs> Albie, Mock, you guys out there
1: surviving
0: it's yes surviving indeed i think everything about our world has changed in the last i don't know week or so um so we're not going to get too much into the the big c word today um, we're going to talk more about how we're coping, how we're handling, it, how we're working from home with our families. Um, but I want to start with, we'll start with with a question that I have, is is when did you guys start panicking or believing or just realizing how real everything was getting? Was it before or after things started to shut
1: down? For me, I feel like I've always been right in the middle. Like I, I know enough or I hear enough and see enough news about what's happening over in China and Hong Kong and Asia in general uh, to kind of have been wary about it the whole time. But then I feel like before everything shut down, I feel like I was more cautious or more, I guess, cognizant of everything than most. Uh, Like this time last week, I was telling everyone in my office, we're still in office back then, uh, that schools are about to be shut down. The email from the the corporate office would be coming anytime soon, and they would pretty much work, and everything life would be canceled, and they all kind of looked at me like I was crazy, and I was like, "No, this is—it's literally going to happen. Like we're only a few days behind, like what's happening in Italy." And so, yeah, this is what's to be expected. Um, and then, and then it kind of happened, and, and I feel like everyone freaked out after that. Uh, but I've kind of stayed in the middle. Like I'm not—I feel like we're too far in the game to uh to just be worried about prevention it is more about you know the whole flattening the curve is the magic word nowadays
0: What about you Albie?
2: Yeah I mean for me um I think like now that I think back on it it's kind of like New Year's night right like the world hits 1201 a.m. before us and then you when you watch it on TV you see like Australia then you see another country, and then, and then it hits America, and then probably like Paris or something after that. I forgot the exact same order, but basically that's what I see now with, with COVID-19 is you saw the outbreak first in Asia, and everyone was on the fence or leaning towards overreaction at that point. Like, if you were reacting to it, then you had a negative connotation of an overreactor, and... Um, as we saw China and the rest of the Asian countries kinda of go through it for a month plus and then now it's hitting North America and we're starting to shut down and we're having quarantine sessions and you know, no more than ten people can can meet up, things like that. I think that's when it really hit me. I was like, you know what, this is exactly what happened in Asia a month ago. It's happening to us, it's gonna happen to another country. So and then the the added Caveat to that is, you know, my parents live with me, so my parents are older, obviously. So they're, I mean, they're young for parents. I think my dad's like sixty-three and my mom's fifty-seven, so they're they're relatively young. But with yeah. that being said, I still, you know, are is a lot more, um, like Moxie, a lot more cognizant on some of the the risks. So, for example, today they wanted to go to the store to to get medicine. I'm like, no. You guys are old. I'll go ahead and and go and get it. Just things like that. So it has been like front and center in our household. CNN's on like all day, every day. And um, I don't know. It's It's been serious for us for a couple weeks now.
0: So if you went to the store to get stuff, what happened when you came back? Did you just like fully sanitize yourself before being in contact with them?
2: So we have... I mean, I'm sure other houses do this, but we have, uh, like, antibacterial at the front door. So every time you leave and enter, you have to use that. So I did, um, and then when I got home, I just wiped down the the medicine boxes.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, it must be tough having parents at home. I think I'm kind of in Mock's boat where I was, uh, well, I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in between as well. And uh, I think it starts with my parents, too, because... My dad is a super pan- panicker, um, very anxious, uh, worried. Uh, a long time in advance. He has family in Asia as well, so I mean yeah. that contributes to it. He, um, he and my mom lived in China during SARS as well, so like that directly affected our family oh, um, in terms of like you know not being able to travel and just some of the the worries. Um, so he's been talking about this for months. He ordered masks on Amazon well, well in advance and actually got some. Um, <laughs> He bought tons of hand sanitizer, et cetera. He he did that in advance, and I was kind of like scoffing at him. Um, But then I think I definitely knew probably more than the general population um, and started to believe it a little bit before things started getting crazy as well. I think the week, the beginning of last week before everything started shutting down, I was talking with people at work. Um, I just remember just the the day the the rodeo shut down, the NBA shut down, NCAA shut shut down. It was just kind of obvious that everything else was going to go down afterwards, too. So...
2: Um, I'm kind es- of in- quick, right? Say like, that again. It, I said it just escalated so quick. Like one hour it was the NBA, the other yep. hour it's another league, and it just continued. It just snowballed from that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was Rudy Gobert, and then it was Tom Hanks, and then, um, yeah, and then the leagues, and then our cities, and our restaurants, and everything else. Yeah, it was definitely exponential growth. And then we had been looking at charts of the exponential growth of um, the pandemic. And I guess it makes sense that everything else follows that quickly, too. So, I guess now we're all living in a different world. I think, Mock, um, I, I think, didn't you say your in-laws were supposed to go to Asia at some point, like in the last few weeks?
1: Yeah. Well, my, my immediate family actually went to Asia about a month ago. Uh, wow. They were supposed to make like four or five different stops, different countries, including Hong Kong. They canceled the Hong Kong leg, uh, but uh, you know, those countries included like Vietnam, Malaysia, Singapore. Uh, so when they came back, I mean, my parents aren't, I guess, aren't the panic or worry or type, kind of on the opposite end, I guess. So when they came back, we kind of made them self-quarantine. Uh, of yeah. course, this was before everything kind of shut down, but, you know, better safe than sorry, especially with the kids uh, around, because I guess the rumor back then was this would affect primarily like older generation, younger generation, right? So, um, so on that side, we just wanted to be, be safe. Got it.
0: All right. So we are all at home. You guys have been working at home all week, right?
1: Yeah, this is kind of the dream for me. I know this is kind of <laughs> typical for, for Albert, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny because think has been working at home the past several years. I worked at home for four or five years as well, uh, up until maybe two years ago. So um, I think we have very different uh, perspectives, probably, and tips on how to work from home. So that's what the majority of this podcast is about. Um, Before we get to that, um, since we're talking about our homes, I think it's really important right now to think about refinancing your home. It's kind of a a weird time out there, but um, I think the market's really hot for mortgage rates. So you got to check out Loan Factory and our guy Billing Wen. He has about 15 years of experience. His team in Dallas uh, is working around the clock to help you get the best possible rates for refinancing your home, or if you're thinking of of financing and buying a home at this time too. Um, They work with over 40 different lenders. Uh, to make sure you have the best options to choose from. And if one lender doesn't give them a good rate, they just move to the next one. Um, they're also always available to answer questions or give advice during the home buying process. I know they're probably very swamped right now, but give Billy a call. His number is 469-585-4498. Or you can check him out at facebook.com slash loanfactoryhq. It's a national company, uh, but they do have the branch out there in Dallas. Once again, that's Billy Nguyen and his number is 469 469- five, eight, five, four, four, nine, eight. I know both mock and Albie have worked with Billy directly and and he's awesome. Uh, I plan on doing the same really soon. I talked to him last year about refinancing. Didn't do it at the time. Um, And it's probably, probably about time to revisit that conversation. So check out Billy
2: at loan factory.
1: Yeah. I just got to say real quick, Billy has been incredible. Like I know his team is, like you said, swamped right now, working really hard. Uh, And I've honestly, in the past, couple weeks. I've been exchanging like one or two emails with him almost daily, uh, just trying to figure out uh, the refinance situation. I know mortgage rates were at an almost all-time low a couple of weeks ago, and, and they've shot up in the past couple of days. So he's, I don't know how he has time to respond to everything. Like I, I'll ask him at all hours of the night through email, just random questions, and and he'll respond very, very quickly. So I, I, I guess he's like D-Shot, like he doesn't sleep. He's just waiting there for yeah. a call.
0: Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, it's when it's your own business, I guess you you definitely go the lengths to uh, work all hours. I think one of the tough things for us is we don't have our own businesses. We work for larger companies, and working from home means it's kind of hard sometimes to separate the work and home balance, especially as we have uh, little ones and um, other family members in the household. So I want to start with Albi, who has been working at home for several years now, I think. Um, Albie, let, give us some of your initial thoughts, tips on working from home.
2: Yeah, you're right. So I've, I've uh, been at my position now for three years. It's 100% remote outside of uh, some intermittent times where I do have to travel. Um, with that being said, working from home is, is the dream, especially if you have kids, um, especially if you have loved, loved ones at home, because very rarely do you have a day where you work eight hours straight. So um, when you do have time off, uh, when you do have like a, an extended lunch or something, you're able to spend time with uh, with your family, so that's nice. With that being said, you have to be very um, very disciplined in how you plan your day. Um, for me personally, I you know I manage you know, various accounts, so I kind of break up the day by that account. So for example, from eight to eleven, I'm focused on account A. And then I move on to the to the next account and so forth um, so really time management and discipline is is my biggest um, are the biggest uh, pointers I have right now
1: all right Mark let's
2: move to you for me I
1: guess it's it's been it's been a fun week so far uh, this is obviously just week one of quarantine last week kind of felt like week one uh, since the kids were on spring break as well uh, I think especially coming from a perspective with with kids at home i think it's important to just keep some sort of routine so whatever that looks like for different various families is obviously different uh depending on whether your kids what time they wake up what time they take a nap if they do so we we kind of came up with a with an overall calendar just for both us as parents and and for the kids to kind of look at and kind of know what to expect Um, and i think that's really important especially you know, I have calls every so often uh, throughout the day for various meetings with different departments, and it's important to keep those boundaries. So, the kids know that, you know, when when I'm at my computer, then you know they they kind of know not to uh, not to mess with me to kind of leave me alone for a little bit, and and it, we follow the calendar pretty pretty well. Um, I think there's a tendency when everyone's at home to kind of could almost feel like a vacation, uh, but especially since we don't know how long this quarantine period is going to last it could be you know up to like five ten fifteen weeks uh i think it's important to kind of have that calendar in the back of their mind. just get the routine down
0: and is ophelia working at home
1: the, she, so the office is closed this week uh but she's hourly anyway so uh but okay. i think the plan is for her to do a start doing a few hours again starting next week so so yeah it's it's just the four of us two parents and two kids at home yikes you got a, a
0: toddler and then a big kid um that seems <laughs> kind of terrifying and albie is is not working at home
2: he is uh, actually in between jobs so her first okay. day is in in three days so she's been around oh, wow. two weeks with me obviously these two weeks should have been like a lot of traveling <laughs> but we canceled, yeah. we canceled those trips and, you know, we've been at home. We've, uh, you know, we're close with our nephew and niece. And so they're on spring break, and extended spring break. So they've been over almost every day and just hanging out. Nice.
0: Yeah, I guess, like, I, I used to work from home, as you guys know, uh, a lot. Like, I worked from home um, more than half a week uh, for probably four or five years. And I would say that one of the keys to working from home for me was that, um, I didn't really have to do much when I was working from home. So I could kind of do whatever I wanted. I could watch TV. I could go to the gym. I could uh, just answer some emails or, um, you know, punch out and presentations or spreadsheets while I had free time. But I think the key is if you have uh, a lot more work and you need to be productive, then you need the boundaries like you guys have both been talking about um, with this job now kind of moving to work, working from home this week it's been a, a pretty big struggle for me um, that I wasn't expecting since I've done this before, but I have like a separate space, which I've um, heard is very helpful. Uh, however, I obviously have, um, we have a newborn baby at home with Sharon, um, which makes things a little bit difficult. We're lucky that uh, Zachary actually has, still has daycare because his daycare, oh, it's, wow. um, it's tied to Sharon's work at the hospital. And so they need to stay open for doctors and nurses that in wow. childcare. Nice. So um, I guess we're, there's been, um, you know, there's, there's people that are taking their kids out of the daycare. We're choosing to leave him in there right now for sanity's sake. Uh, I don't know how I could possibly work with him at home with, with two kids. But um, <laughs> one of the things that I, I've, you know, that we've done this week in terms of my group, we're a very interactive, collaborative, I think, uh, office environment where we have many, many meetings in person. Um, we've been doing a lot of video conferences. How do you guys yeah. feel
1: about that? Video, not just call. Wow. Video, yeah,
0: yeah. We're watching, looking at each other. Um, wow, whatever.
1: that's a lot of pressure. So you need to actually be dressed and yep presentable.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's it's harder for the women. I think they feel more pressure to put makeup on or to do their hair. um I'm kind of just going the way I am. I'm wearing like a decent T-shirt. um I think it's acceptable. But yeah, I, th- I think the video conferences definitely keep us better connected and make us feel like we're still like working together on our projects which is yeah. um, i think key to success for for the work that we do
2: yeah i don't know if you guys have uh uh been keeping up with like linkedin but linkedin there's a big movement right now with everyone posting a screenshot of just their their meetings so like a gallery of all the people that are sharing their their webcams um, so that's pretty cool uh, one of my clients actually um they're located here in in Texas, but we had a virtual happy hour yesterday at four o'clock. Nice. I'm
0: having one. I'm having one today.
2: Yeah. So we all, we all got on our, you know, our webcams, we had a drink. I had Starbucks and Amelia, so not alcohol, but um, uh, it was cool because we, we basically just for 30 minutes, I was there for 30 minutes, but I think it lasted for an hour. But for that hour, you know, even though it was during the middle of the work day, we didn't talk about work. We acted as if like we were in a bar. So we were talking about our families, things we're doing, craziest stuff that's happening during COVID. Um, and everybody loved it. And so I think we're gonna make it a weekly thing. And I think one of the um, one of one of my colleagues suggested doing one during like a midday instead of four PM because there's like games that you can do. There's like a lot of games now. I don't know if you've, you've, you haven't kept in touch, but you know, like showing off your pets or showing off your house. Like, yeah. It was really fun.
0: Yeah. Our leadership is, has done that too. They've been posting like video messages um, every day, like at the end of the day. And then they also kind of showed their work from home situation as well as their refrigerator stock. Um, Important (laughs) for us because, you know, we sell products for people to, stay hydrated, so they're showing, like, all the stuff that they bought from the store. Uh, But, yeah, we're having a virtual happy hour Uh, this afternoon. We did a virtual birthday party uh, yesterday with everyone bringing their own little dessert for our boss. But, yeah, I'll be – how many people did you have in your happy hour? Because I feel like you you can't have more than maybe, like, five. Otherwise, the conversation's difficult.
2: Yeah, you're right. There definitely has to be a cap. So I was actually invited to two virtual happy hours yesterday. One was with a client. That's the one I went to, and there was – maybe a total of 10 or 11 of us. And actually that that worked because wow. everyone was so um, pretty cordial and just waited for each person to speak. But the other happy hour, and this is more of like a networking thing that I'm a part of, and we do this every month. Um, but yesterday was the first time it was virtual, but there's like 300 people on that invite. So I don't <laughs> okay. know oh, no, <laughs> that happened. But... Props to uh, the person who runs it, um I know her personally, and she's super social, so i I'm pretty sure she made it work somehow yesterday. that's interesting though i've I think my company's i mean we're
1: we have quite a bit of quite a lot of meetings as well and and just uh, we we had we're supposed to have a birthday lunch today and, and it got changed to a birthday virtual like celebration type thing as well uh, but for the most part. I think we got an actual email from the company to not have video calls and to only do voice. Uh, I don't know like hmm. I don't know what it would look like to have kind of everyone being able to see everyone else. Um I think for the most part I think people like to leave it on voice and, and instead of video and, and just kind of be comfortable kind of multitask if they have to in the background. Uh so I don't know, that's interesting though. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think for us, it was more for small meetings. Uh, the recommendation was to do videos because that's that's where you're really not supposed to be multitasking anyway. If there's only, I don't know, between two and five people um, that need to talk about something, then kind of give each other attention. And it also helps to connect a little bit better with your teammates. So that's kind of our recommendation when we have smaller groups When we have uh, bigger groups where, you know, you, you aren't expected to speak and it's just listening. Then, yeah, it's just voice only. But, um yeah, you should check it out. Maybe maybe try it with some of your your coworkers. They'll love it. Oh, that's maybe maybe your your Renfest coworkers
1: is, is all dressed up. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No. I, I I'm 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 taking advantage of this little break. Maybe I just needed a break from the office, and this is kind of good timing. Yeah,
0: one of the other things that I've um, that that our company recommended was. As you're, you know, there's a lot more email traffic and kind of going back and forth about things. Yeah. And uh, they just said if your emails start start kind of spiraling into three or four, four or five emails in a row with just like simple answers and questions, just uh, pick up the phone and, and talk to the person instead or do a video conference with them just to uh, nail out the, the solution as fast as possible. Have you guys found that to work as well?
2: Does your company have a, a, a chat function, whether it's yeah. Chat, yeah. Skype or Slack?
0: Yeah, but even even like chatting, uh, sometimes they things just can don't... get
2: lost in translation. Yeah, true. But yeah,
0: yeah. If it's a simple question, maybe a chat is fine too. But if you have to go back and forth a little bit, um, might be easier to talk about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a big proponent of just picking up the phone and calling the person you need to talk to. That's always been my M.O. That's um, cool. I'll be yeah. less talking. It's just direct, and that's how you build relationships. So uh the i'm not i'm I'm not email
0: the other thing that i'm trying to do or i need to do better job of is i think in the past i was really able to multitask well and just turn on the show and watch it i know mock you you still do that work right you just watch shows while you're working Uh,
1: i normally have it i my earphones in and then yeah especially for interview shows like hot ones i've been watching recently i know (laughs) i I got albert on as well so uh yeah it's it's just good to have it online background you you have watched with you Okay. Nice. I watched
0: a few, yeah, with your recommendation. Um, I uh, I don't know personally. I I can't do. I can't pay attention to both. So if you if you're good at it, great. Um, I think I need to do a better job of just getting my stuff done when I need to get it done, and then taking the time to just go ahead and watch something or play because that'll be more effective than kind of multitasking and it taking all day long to get a simple thing done. Albie, are you good at multitasking?
2: I would I I would argue that I am, but I'm sure there's times where I just let things fall through the cracks. Um, <laughs> Right. So um, but I, I do a ton. <laughs> I do a ton at a time, um, whether it's shows, whether it's watching sports. Um, I definitely have something else in the background while I'm working. And then for me, like I sometimes like I'm sure you guys, too, you get like double booked or triple booked on meetings. Sometimes I'm juggling like multiple meetings at once, so that's that's when it gets really crazy because then I'll meet Like multiple calls? You're (laughs) on Wow. Yeah, like on them, so like I would have to (laughs) actively listen to both, and so I would like (laughs) meet (laughs) one the other. I've done that a few times. Another another, another thing that uh, I want to bring up, I don't think, I don't know what you guys use for um, phone conferencing, so Timmy, what do you use, like WebEx or? We use Microsoft Teams and BlueJeans. Teams, what do you use, Mark? Yeah, we're all WebEx. You're WebEx, yeah. So our company uses GoToMeeting, but because uh, I have clients with different organizations, they use whatever, so WebEx, Skype, things like that. But I don't think any of those companies plan for the amount of people that are working from home the past week or two. So I don't know if you guys have had like connectivity issues because I get those every day now because the the systems are just overloaded. Oh wow,
0: mine has been surprisingly very smooth. Like I, we tra- transitioned to Teams recently from Skype um, in the past month or two, um, and nobody had really used the meeting function that often, uh, and it's it's been pretty good, especially for large meetings, even for the video conferences we
2: do. That's legit, and Teams is fairly new too, so that's. That's good to hear.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, Any other tips?
1: I feel like one thing I've noticed uh, just this past week, just being at home, you you kind of move around a lot more. Uh, So it's it's a lot less just sitting in one place all day, all the time. So I would say I've gone from kind of sitting in one place for over, I don't know, an hour, two hours at a time to, to kind of minimizing that to like 15 minutes at a time so it's that that part's been pretty cool
0: i think i'm opposite at work we're we're like in meetings every every 30 minutes maybe an hour at the most or just walking around to talk to somebody or go to the bathroom or whatever and at home i'm just like sitting here for like what feels like a very long time by myself
1: (laughs) so you stay in your study
0: i mean i don't stay here off uh, like for that long but it's still longer by myself than, than normal uh we also like we've been redesigning our office so we have we've had shared offices for the past like month so we've, right. been, we've been in really close quarters to many people mm-hmm. recently all right well my last tip is um that we need to order takeout or delivery from our local businesses and restaurants that are still open right now um, a lot of them are probably struggling or definitely struggling with uh, closures and no dine-in um, a lot of hourly workers that are either don't have any work right now or very minimal hours Uh, so make sure to do that order takeout and delivery tip them well um and check out tasty tails at richardson texas um albie hopefully you're ordering some takeout from them i'm sure they're open right now for um for delivery and carry out i know you love them they have some awesome po boys lobster po boys overstuffed oyster po po' boys um it's crawfish season right so i'm sure there's crawfish deals right now as well Check out Tasty Tales in Richardson, Texas. Um, Michelle, I know, also does a ton for the community. I'm sure she's doing the best for her employees right now. They normally have a dine-in special with Six Pennies podcast to give you a discount. I assume that's not there right now, but uh, still go with Tasty Tales because they need help right now. I think everybody does. Uh, make sure to order, takeout or delivery from your local businesses. And that's going to do it for Six Pants Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Kind of a weird situation here. We've been doing our long distance podcast for a while now, so it's not a big change for us. Uh, But hopefully you got some tips for working from home for the next couple months. And we'll be back with more podcasts soon. Thanks for joining.
2: Thank you.